Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in once again to Gamecock Central Radio. Emerson Phillips joined by Colin Taylor. The Will Muschamp Tuesday press conference taking place today. Gamecocks coming off the bye week at 5-2 and two overall, 3-2 and two in SEC play. and Get ready to take on Vanderbilt in the 4 o'clock kickoff Saturday at Williams-Brice. Vandy coming in 3-4 and 0-4 and and in the league. Colin, Vandy's lost four straight. So we'll start with the injury front here. Colin, the Gamecocks getting healthy on the bye week. As we expected, Muschamp said that uh, the three injured offensive linemen, Zach Bailey, Corey Helms and Malik Young are all back at practice this week. That's good news. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Muschamp was pretty clear um, after Tennessee that the team was banged up and they were going to use this off week now to kind of get right. And it seems like it's worked. Uh, Zach Bailey and Corey Helms both um, fully practiced today. Malik Young is kind of off and on from what um, Tadarius Hutcherson said today. Uh, both All three are expected to play. Um, to what extent, we really don't know yet. Uh, the starting jobs are still coming up for grabs, but um, it's definitely good news. And then Terry Gujer uh, is out. Uh, concussion protocol is questionable. And uh, Chad Terrell kind of tweaked his ankle against Tennessee, and he's still questionable. Uh, but all in all, the Gamecocks are slowly working back to 100% healthy, which is um, huge news. I mean, that's been a thing that's plagued them all year. So, uh, so obviously good news. Yeah, I was a bit surprised that uh, Muschamp didn't say anything about Debo Samuel, but we're hearing rumblings that Debo could be coming back sometime soon. Yeah, um, the thought is that he could potentially return late in the season. Uh, Muschamp said they're obviously still a, a long ways away from that, but um, the the window is still there to for him to kind of return a little bit, and um, it's obviously up to the doctors see you know how far along is he if he's running at 100 percent, but. Muschamp said that they're not going to put anybody out there um, that's not fully 100% healthy. So if you know he, he's ready to go by the bowl game or you know by you know Clemson by chance, then uh, you could see a healthy Debo Samuel on the field for South Carolina this year. I don't want to get people's hopes up here, Muschamp. Uh, you know, there's been talk that Debo could return this year, and we're starting to hear more about that here uh, in the last week or so. But Muschamp did not address it today, and I shouldn't have said that he might be back soon, but there is a possibility that he will be back this year. So that certainly is good news. And uh, the information that we got on the three Gamecock offensive linemen, good as well. So in what has been a very difficult year for injuries for the Gamecocks, uh, South Carolina does get a little bit of good news this week going into the Vanderbilt game. So five games left in the season here, Colin. And Muschamp talked about a number of things. You know, speaking of injuries, uh, Rico Dowdle lost for the year with a fractured fibula, and Mon Denson will be the third running back this week against Vanderbilt. Denson's an interesting story. Colin, uh, many Gamecock fans may not know a lot about him, but Muschamp talked about him in today's presser. Yeah, I mean, the guy that kind of came in two years ago, um, been battling some injuries, uh, could never get fully healthy, and kind of had to wait his turn behind, you know, guys like A.J. Turner and Rico Dowdle. Um, but he's, you know, fully healthy now, and He's getting his opportunities, you know, what he's waited for. He talked to the media today that obviously he was frustrated for those two years. Um, but 
he's ready to go and ready ready to make the most opportunity. And uh, he's a guy that they could bring in on short yardage situations. He's a, a bigger, more power power back um, that can be pretty versatile uh, to combat Tyson Williams and um, AJ Turner. Yeah, Mont Mon Denson still third on the running back depth chart behind uh, Tyson Williams and AJ Turner, but he could get on the field Saturday against Vanderbilt. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So. Colin Muschamp talked about uh, the philosophy of taking the ball first to start the game, and he went game by game and recounted what the Gamecocks have done with the opening possession uh, all season long. And he lamented the fact that the Gamecocks have missed nine field goals this year. He mentioned that on a couple of occasions in today's press. They're talking about the Gamecocks' field goal woes this season. But, uh, you know, Muschamp's very much on top of things, Colin. That's one thing I enjoy about him. He was asked about – the philosophy of taking the ball first to start the game. You know, when you win the coin toss and you have the option to defer or to take the ball or, or kick, you know, he's frequently taking the ball first, and he was asked about that today. And he recounted every single first possession uh, for the Gamecocks in all seven games this year at today's press conference. Right. And, um, South Carolina's won all seven coin tosses this year, which is kind of unthinkable when you think of just general probability. And um, they have taken the ball first on every single opportunity they got. You know, Will Muschamp broke, like you said, broke down every every starting drive through the first seven games, and really made you think about you know how somewhat productive they've been. Um, you know, they took the opening kickoff back against NC State, scored on the first play of the game against Kentucky, and then missed two field goals um, against you know Missouri and then Louisiana Tech. So you know, taking the ball first has seemingly been a, a pretty good strategy for him yeah. so far, and it kind of gives the defense the chance to settle down a little bit from the emotions of, you know, pregame and things like that. Um, and, you know, it, it tries to give South Carolina kind of a leg up if they can start up, you know, 3 nothing or 7 nothing. That's kind of a, you know, a, a good jumping-off point for them and kind of eat some clock. So, you know, I, I like that about Muschamp, too. He, he never leaves a stone unturned. He comes in, yeah. you know, to, to, if, he, if he's coming in misprepared for press conferences, I can only imagine what he's like in the media meeting rooms and, you know, in recruit houses and things like that. So, you know, he's really diligent about, you know, doing his legwork and doing, you know, what he needs to do to be successful, I think. I was impressed that he knew the, the result of all seven uh, opening drives, you know, to, to he was just kind of asked off the cuff about it. and He went through them one by one, all seven games. He knew them all, what the Gamecocks had done on the first possession of all seven games. So, And he, he did lament the fact that the Gamecocks had missed a couple of field goals. He talked about that on a couple of different occasions in today's press conference, saying that, uh, you know, it's deflating for the offense when they put together an eight or a ten-play drive, particularly at the start of a game, trying to get momentum uh, to begin the football game, and then you miss a field goal. So I think, you know, Muschamp is acutely aware of the Gamecocks' problems in the kicking game, and he talked about that a little bit today. So a couple of other things, just sort of odds and ends that Muschamp was asked about today. He was asked about, uh, you know, with a win over Vanderbilt, the Gamecocks will still have SEC East title hopes alive. He was asked if uh, he's talked with the team about that, and Muschamp said, no, we haven't talked about that. He said, nobody in our organization is talking about that. He said, we got to go out and win this week, and he said the focus is Vanderbilt, Colin. Yeah, and Muschamp and has done a really good job of emphasizing that and kind of you know instilling that in this play which kind of block out the world around you and you focus on the game in front of you um so you know obviously with all these SEC east uh implications um none of those can really happen if you don't beat vanderbilt so you know you're sitting at two losses right now in conference um really one more kind of takes you out of things essentially 
um, for the SEC East with the way Georgia's playing. Um, so, you know, if they don't beat Vanderbilt, all of those, that SEC East talk and whatnot kind of goes out the window. So um, I think he's right in making sure that no one's really talking about anything else besides Vanderbilt. And, you know, that's been much chance, you know, MO since he got here the entire season. They really don't focus on anything. They always say, you know, we want to go 1-0 every week. Um, it's kind of cliche, but, you know, they've, they've really taken to that and aren't really focused on anything other than, you know, the game Saturday. Right. Muschamp was asked about success coming off a of bye week. He's got a winning record in his head coaching career coming off the bye, and the Gamecocks put together a three-game win streak after the bye week last year. And uh, one man that's behind the scenes a little bit, Colin, at least from a fan standpoint, is Ellis Johnson. And Muschamp was asked about him and, Muschamp said great things about Ellis Johnson, a former Gamecock defensive coordinator who is still with the program in a uh, sort of in a consultant capacity, if that's the right term, Colin, and maybe you can expound on that. Muschamp said that Ellis Johnson helps the team prepare every week, and he said great things about Ellis Johnson. Right, so he does a lot of um, quality control work. So he's doing a lot of behind-the-scenes preparation stuff um, for the coaches and the players. So uh, the way Muschamp described it today is, well, you know, if the coaches are focused on, you know, Vanderbilt this week, he's going ahead and, you know, breaking down film and cutting up film um, or maybe a Georgia or a Florida down the road and kind of mapping out those tendencies. That way when it's come down to, you know, Georgia week, Florida week, from, you know, his vantage point and kind of get his input as they start to game plan for, you know, uh, one of their opponents down the road. And that gives, you know, the players a head start because they get all the stuff loaded on the iPad and technology that way they can watch it and you know it cuts in it doesn't cut into practice time or film time trying to get everything put together so you know, he's a big part you know obviously has head coaching experience you know coordinator experience in the SEC um and he I think he's a good football mind to have around even if he's not doing you know more on-field coaching no question boy you think about all the experience that Ellis Johnson has got with college football and in the state of South Carolina I would think that he is invaluable to a coach like Muschamp, who you know is still relatively new to the scene here in South Carolina and is you know finding his bearing, and I think Ellis Johnson is a great man to have in place to help Coach Muschamp do that. Gamecock Central Radio, it's Emerson Phillips with Colin Taylor. We're talking about today's Will Muschamp press conference. We hope you've downloaded the Gamecock Central Radio app. we got this free phone app that allows you to listen to, you, to our podcast on your cell phone or mobile device. You can get the Gamecock Central Radio app on the App Store and on Google Play. The app is free. Our podcasts are free. You can subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. Download the GCR phone app today. And be sure to take advantage of the Gamecock Central hotline. We've set up this phone number that allows you to call in and take part in our podcast. You can call in 803-497-9058. It's 497-9058. And leave a question for Wes Mitchell and Chris Clark, and they'll answer your questions on an upcoming edition of Gamecock Central Radio. So we're taking questions right now on the Vanderbilt game. We're going to play all the recordings on the GCR hotline on this Saturday's game day podcast, 803 497 9058, get involved with the GCR podcast. Colin Muschamp was asked about Chris Lamonds, and this is a player that I like very much, uh, playing defensive back for the Gamecocks. You know, primarily a corner, but they've moved him some to safety this year, and Muschamp was asked about that move for Lamonds, and Muschamp said, yeah, that's a tough move for a lot of players, but Lamonds has been very productive, and Muschamp said that versatility adds value to you as a player, and that's something that Chris Lamonds has embraced. He's been a good ball player for the Gamecock defense. He's been, you know, sneaky good. 
Um, yep. you know, a lot of the focus has turned uh, to Rashad Fitton, obviously, for being you know one of the best corners in the SEC. Um, but Lamont, I don't think, gets enough credit. You know, he's kind of taken on maybe a leadership role um, for some of the younger cornerbacks, and him and um, Jameis, you know, Williams, is a, they, they have a really good relationship. And uh, Lamont, it's invaluable, you know, because he knows what the cornerbacks are supposed to do on each play, and now he kind of knows what the safeties are supposed to do. And he can make sure everyone's in the right spot pre-snap and during the play kind of know that where he needs to be and where, you know, if he sees a cornerback not where they need to be, he can go kind of fill in for him uh, on the fly. So I think that, you know, a guy that's played multiple positions over a couple of different years um, is certainly helpful to, you know, young players and veterans alike. Um, you know, the, the secondary doesn't get enough credit, but I think they have a lot of guys that are really smart football savvy back there um, that are really really helping out some of the younger players in that you know, 2017 recruiting class. All right. Yeah, Muschamp said good things about Chris Lamont's today. So, Colin, give us early thoughts on Vanderbilt. You know, Vandy's lost four straight, all four in league play. They got blown out by Bama, lost by a couple of TDs to Florida, hammered by Georgia, and then beaten pretty soundly by Ole Miss. So, you know, they, they started 3-0. and They've lost four in a row. The Gamecocks are only a seven-point favorite coming into this game. And, you know, it feels like it's going to be an old-fashioned Carolina-Vanderbilt game where, you know, it could be low scoring. And it's probably going to be a physical football game that is decided in the fourth quarter. Colin, that's just my gut feeling here on Tuesday. Yeah, and, you know, you look back historically against Vanderbilt, that's always been the case. Um, even when South Carolina was rattling off, you know, eight, nine, ten, eleven win seasons. Um, Vanderbilt always seems to play in close. Uh, the two are very similar in philosophy in terms of, you know, defense first. Um, Derek Mason always does a good job with the defense. Um, and, you know, you, you look back, and even last year under Muschamp, they needed an Elliott Price field goal to win it. Uh, I think it's going to be low scoring, too. Vanderbilt's kind of reeling uh, after starting 3 0 and kind of getting walloped in once they got an SEC play. Uh, I think they're going to be kind of coming out looking to make a statement, trying to get back on the right track in South Carolina, still trying to build on some momentum um, going forward from back-to-back wins. So, you know, like you said, I think it's going to be close. I think, um, you know, South Carolina has the edge in terms of talent, I think. But, you know, you never really know come Sunday. Jamarcus King said today they're really not looking at the records. They're just, you know, analyzing things based on film. Um, so, you know, I think South Carolina's taking the right approach to it, but I think it's going to be close. Uh, Vanderbilt usually plays this team um, really well, uh, especially at Williams Bright. Yeah, the Vanderbilt has given the Gamecocks fits in recent years. Carolina beat them 13-10 to last year in the season opener up in Nashville. That was Will Muschamp's first game as the Gamecocks head coach, but uh, a lot of close games between these teams over the years, and I just I feel like uh, we can't sleep on Vanderbilt. You, know, you look at their record, they're not impressive this year, but I got to feel like they're tired of getting beat up, Colin, and they feel like you know South Carolina is a team that they have played with over the years, and they're going to come in Saturday ready to play. Uh, their quarterback, Kyle Shermer, has got 14 touchdown passes and only two interceptions this year. And Ralph Webb, uh, you know, had a good game against South Carolina two years ago. So certainly we got to be uh, wary of the Commodores coming into this four o'clock kickoff on Saturday. So Colin, we look forward to your coverage this week here on Gamecock Central Radio, heading into the Vandy game, and we look forward to talking with you again soon. Thanks very much. Absolutely appreciate you having me on. Hey, thanks for joining us. That's Colin Taylor, our staff writer here on Gamecock Central, and I'm Emerson Phillips, and we appreciate you listening to Gamecock Central Radio. Thanks for joining us.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.